Speaking of transfers, there's actually a rumour going about. From the makers of the I Took My Lad to Leeds podcast. Lad to Leeds breakfast podcast. Wednesday morning and you are waking up with a load of things to talk about today. First and foremostly, the pubs are open! Hey. Hey. You're too young to drink in them, so don't even think about that. In all seriousness, with that news, I mean, we knew about this yesterday when it was announced. Would you want to watch a Leeds match in a pub? Or would you prefer to watch it out I mean, it'd be good home? in a pub because then, like, you know, well, it depends where you are. Because if you're around here, then no. Right. But if you're in well, well, all right, so when round yeah. here, if you don't know, if you're new to this, we live in Stockport. So, yeah, it would be a bit rubbish. We'd yeah. probably get seats when the Leeds game was on, though. Probably. Although I have trouble. I have been round here with, with uh, you know, important Leeds games playing and got in, and they won't show it in a pub. They've said, yeah. no, we're not going to show it. Well, no, come on, then, show, though. But would you, if, if we lived in, you know, Leeds where our family originate from, if we were in the town, that my uncle, yeah. would you prefer to go watch it? Yeah, because you you'll, still you'll prefer, have Leeds fans. Or have your mates round, yeah. I mean, that's it, but it still would feel weird and, and quite restrictive and almost like, what, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I, yeah. I still think... I, I enjoyed, for example, the watch-along we did with yeah. the Talking Shut guys. I know I've never shut up about this, but I did generally enjoy it despite the loss. But, you know, that was fun. So, you know, if you can recreate that, you, de- you know, this is showing you don't actually need the pub for that. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes anyway with with football in particular is what I'm thinking. I know people will go to the pub and I absolutely will be going to the pub and see my friends and all that kind of stuff. But I just thought of a football, I'm not quite sure you can have the purpose of going to the pub for football is the, the atmosphere yeah, side of, of things. Course. It's like, the, it almost feels like the next thing before mm-hmm. going to the game, doesn't yeah. it? Going to the pub, being around a bunch of fans. Let's wait and see what goes on there. Barry, Baza Douglas, he may not be getting in the squads, but he posted some cool uh, Insta stories of Click. He, he said, uh, M- Mateus Flick, and it was two goals that were a crossing from the right. And he hit them on the volley, both of them, with like a little flick, and they were absolutely awesome. Yeah. Shame that was in training and not, not on uh, game day. But that looked quite cool. I mean, I'll be happy to see them flying to, flying to the goal. Um, also, some news yesterday. I actually got this. I saw on our timeline, it was liked by a few people, so that always pops up on Twitter. Uh, at L underscore Loco underscore Joe... Um, a, a strange source, just a, a Leeds fan, but uh, referee for our game against Fulham this Saturday is Tony Harrington. Recognise the name? No. No, that's quite good because he hasn't really ever been that much of a nightmare for us, but he's from Cleveland, not America. Um, and he, the last game he took charge of with us was our home loss to Wigan this season, and he was the fourth official in the Millwall season. game. That we went 3-3. Three, three. Oh. So, no, we lost at home to Wigan this season as well, didn't we? We lost 1-0. Wigan? Yeah. We lost 1-0 to Wigan this season at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we oh, did, yeah. yeah. I mean, they mate, scored that jammy. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. look, we all try and forget these things. Yeah. I, I do that. We all move on. But, yeah, so he was in charge of that game. He was a favourite in the 3-3. Three, three. Uh, oh, before that, he ref the 3-3 three, three Cardiff home game. 
he was a fourth official for the Millwall game and the free for Basically, there's no real sign of him being around us when we've won. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, but these things are there to change. Oh, you know, yeah. They're there to change. Uh, big Leeds Associated news mm-hmm. was Neil Warnock, manager, oh, yeah. replacing yeah. ex-Leeds player Woodgate. as the manager with an ex-Leeds manager. It's his fifth job since getting the Leeds job, which uh, I, I'm sure I'm right in saying as he said was going to be his last. But I think he said that every job that followed since. What are your thoughts on Neil Warnock going to Middlesbrough? Honestly, I think Middlesbrough might, you know, be a playoff. But I think he will save them. I think Warnock will save them out of mm. getting relegated. And I think maybe next season, I reckon I could see them because you know Warnock, good manager experience and that. You know, of course, well, I mean, got relegated with Cardiff, didn't he, from the Prem, but that's different. Oh, he never does well in the Prem. Yeah, yeah but like, I think you could be that team to try and get Middlesbrough back up to, like, the playoff area. It, it's, it's... I, I think I think it's a good it's a good manager for Middlesbrough. Mm. I think it's, like, they're kind of, like, the perfect manager, really. Oh, really? I mean, I don't know. Middlesbrough have always had a history of, you know, like, they've had Gareth Southgate when Brian Robson was there back in the day in the 90s, so... I don't know about Middlesbrough. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the club by any no, stretch of imagination, but I, I always felt like with as managers, Neil, Neil Warnock is now they've now ended up in a place where it, it it's like we need to get back. I think Neil Warnock's a guy you go to if you want. We to need get to out get back. Bad situation. It doesn't matter what happens. But we just need to get back. So there's no real plan beyond getting back in yeah. the Premiership. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I'm just not into the guy. And, and I feel for Woody. I mean, it didn't go great for Woody, but Woody's circumstance. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't have kept him there, really. I, I'm, I've got a feeling this is going to go really wrong for Middlesbrough. I, 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 I'm the opposite to you. I've got a feeling. I think it'll do him good. I think this is going to go really well. Yeah, but if you kept Woodgate there, though, I'm, I think if you look at it from Middlesbrough's perspective, if you kept Woodgate there, you wouldn't. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if you're in the championship. I don't know. I think sometimes I, I think sometimes you've got to stick. I think those players will respond better to Woody potentially than what the will. Will I'm not sure Warnock's going up there with the 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 the, the mag the Warnock magic wizard the Warnock wizardry he had previously. I tell you what though, <clears throat> I'm going a bit neg on him. I'm I'm so glad we're not playing him. Oh, yeah. I am so glad yeah. we're not having to face him. I can't stand the guy. You'd know, be like, oh, be yeah, loss. yeah, these are great. These guys are playing rubbish, but you know they're great guys. But they're a rubbish. Team. He always does that. He gives insults and smiles. Yeah, you know, like he smiles, like the smile in the side. I just never, I never. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, one thing on the the game for us, uh, I, I saw Connor from all these TV was talking about Harrison Reed, who's a cracking player at Fulham. He was always good on FIFA as well to buy on your career mode. He's thinking he might be out. He came off on the game and yeah. he's saying, imagine if he's out because, uh, you know, uh, he must have paid more attention to me. He's kind of from All Leeds TV. He he was, like, suggesting if he's out, that is really beneficial to us. Yeah. So, like, fingers crossed on that one. Do you know what we never did? We never did ratings from Sunday. We never we never did you know, you know players really take note of ratings. They always like look in the paper of ratings. We never talked. Yeah. We we have never actually talked about 
how how we rate. We never came up with a man of a match, no. for example. Well, well, oh, I think I mentioned <laughs> who got that. the highest rating? Who would you say was the best player? Did we say Tyler. who the best player? I was? said Tyler. You went Tyler. Yeah. So out of out of ten, I think, I think no. I think I went Tyler. You went Harrison. Actually, right. I think I went Tyler. You went Harrison. Out of ten, what what would you what would you? Uh, well, probably an eight. You would go eight. Really? Yeah, I, that I'm much? Not, he was the best. He was the best player. On the I mean, we did. Me. It's hard, isn't it, to to think? You know, who who would you give the lowest? Bamford. Really? Right. I suppose I think he, he, less touches than the goalkeeper was a, a yep. stat that got through up. Uh, what would you give him? And and I think I. Like a two, three, a two or a three for Bamford. That's how poor he was. That he was the only reason. He's the only reason why I stormed off. Because okay. it was those over. It was like the over the top through balls. They were good balls. He never got onto the end of them though. And, and then like literally, honestly, I, I was about to walk out at that point. I, Bamford I, like literally yes. saved one of our goals. And, and it feels like we're going backwards. And I I don't know if we had this conversation on Monday or not, but. I, I don't think you can hang hang it on Bamford. The, the, yes, there is an issue with scoring goals, of which we experienced over the C- Christmas period and yeah. since until we got into that run. But I I think, and it's interesting because you give Tyler that rating, because I think Tyler did do well when he was on the ball, but that position needs to be played in a certain way. And that's where it kind of always felt like we were getting the ball out wide, yeah. but we were just feeding, we were feeding Cardiff what they wanted. So it needed to come more creativity down that middle hence uh, we did talk about this on monday because we talked about how pablo yeah. it would be different and stuff yeah. but we all know pablo's more effective coming in from the right i don't know who, so your lowest was two for for, for Bam two or three two or three. right okay well let's move on and don't forget stay away from ellen road this weekend i know we're talking about again yeah, it's really yeah. important i know lockdown is is literally disappearing but it, you know as they were saying the virus is still out there. Stay away from the games. We'll just drop that in. Now, it's a radio breakfast show. What do all breakfast shows have? The weather. The weather. And who have we got to do the weather? Yes. God, God, God. Hello there, everybody. I can't believe you forgot my name, lad. I'm God, for goodness sake. Have more respect. You're going to have some unluckiness today. You watch. I won't do anything that, that stops you from talking, Bo, so you can still do the podcast. I'm sorry. There you go, there you go, apologise to God. Anyway, I have something for you. Just just hearing you do ratings there, I wondered what you thought about this. If I, God, could up the ratings of any player on the lead side, so the ability... Or downgrade the ratings on someone from the Fulham side. Who would you choose? Um, Leeds, Bamford, Fulham, Mitrovic. Who for Mitrov- Mitrovic? Yeah. Really? I brought his ratings down during lockdown in, in, in the form of beef burgers. Bring it down even further. I will feed him more beef burgers. And Bamford, give him power. God, God, I keep telling you this. Stop. We, we don't need... You to start messing with world order or anything. Just give us a weather. What do well, let me tell you the weather today over Ellen Road is always shining, but today it'll be sun shining all day over Ellen Road. Highs of 29 degrees, but a nice, gentle breeze. So if you have nothing on top, just be careful. It will seem a lot cooler than it is, but it's going to be one hell of a hot day. But remember, the sun always shines on Ellen Road. 
Well, there you go. So, Bamford, man of the match on Saturday. Uh, Mitrovic is actually going to have got bigger. Yeah. So let's wait and see. You heard it. You heard it. If we're getting all the exclusives on this oh, breakfast yeah. show now, as we said before, what do all breakfast shows have? Getting used to the new format. Games. Come on, games. games. What do all breakfast shows have? Games. Here's Emma. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those buttons. I want to play a game. <laughs> Mervyn landed an absolute stink. Do you know, is it? I think him and Emma Jones are collaborating on this to add a bit more controversy to the show. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, if, if you don't recall, Mervyn, Mervyn is a bingo machine. He's full of balls. But in this new breakfast podcast, he only has five balls in. We've had two so far because we're on Wednesday's show. Those balls have numbers on them and they correspond to a Mervyn mind game. On Monday, he did uh, just a simple, who am I? Yesterday, he went in hard with the question, what would you rather... Bielsa leaves Leeds United or your mum, my wife, leaves us for Bielsa. And lad didn't have to think twice about it. He just went straight <laughs> in there and went, obviously, yeah. we want him to leave. We, wanted, we actually did come to the conclusion that there was more happiness with, in that mind game with a mum going to, to Bielsa. Well, um, you know, we all need be a good guy, Bielsa. Let, let's see what controversy we get today. Let's spin Mervyn. Come on, what are the balls? What, what, let's, we've got three. Oh, straight out. Straight out. Number four. Okay. Now, this is actually this is actually quite, on looking at this question, mm, interesting in the current circumstance. The mind game question is this. Bamford, Big Kev, and Tyler Roberts are all injured and out for the next eight games. Who do you play up front and why? So, Bamford, Kev... And Roberts. So all just... injured. Out for, out, uh, out for the next eight games. So that's just all of our strikes. I mean, the only one I can think of. Is Edmondson. Edmondson. Who, who I haven't seen on social for... I don't know if it just popped up, but he put a lovely Father's Day post up the other day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Edmondson. Who, I mean, you know... The, the, I suppose really the question with that is this... Is there anyone else in that starting eleven you would you'd go okay put them up front now? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Jack Harrison's done it, hasn't he? Yeah, no, no, that's exactly what we put Jack Harrison that's up what I was front. Thinking. So I mean, if that's I'm know, thinking Harrison a click. I, do you know? Do you know what I'm thinking? It might be really. I I, I don't what? know. I'm I'm kind of thinking. Stupid dollars. No, well, I mean, one <laughs> you'd think probably Stuart Dallas would get thrown up there and Alioski put a left probably, back. Probably, yeah. Because Stuart Dallas plays everywhere else. Yeah. The, the, uh, maybe Calvin Phillips, he can play at the back. <laughs> he can play for Hey, I'm telling you, John Charles played at the back and he became one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. You know, in, in football, he played at the back and then they put him up front. Chris Sutton, he played at the back for Norwich, then got put up front, yeah. ended up signing for Blackburn for world record fees and then Chelsea. So he could, you know, you never know. Calvin Phillips. I don't know he hasn't got the stature. I, I was going to say Costa, you know. I was going to say Costa. I wonder, because he might just, you know, up front. I mean, he wouldn't. His work rate would be rubbish, though, I reckon. I don't yeah. think he'd do exactly. all that badly. I think Harrison would be the one. Whereas Harrison is quite, quite yeah. strong. Or Dallas. 
Yeah. <laughs> like you say, or Dallas. Cause... So, but I mean, would you not go Edmondson in that scenario? Would you not go, go on, kid? Bielsa would. Bielsa would. Do you think he'd go Edmondson? Yeah, he'd have to. I've got a feeling he'd go Harrison or something like that before. Or, or uh, generally, I know we were kidding, oh, yeah, he would Dallas, but I could... I could see. I, see I think Dallas it would be a Dallas, a Dallas or Harrison. Which come on, let's commit to it because this Harrison. is what it's a mind game. I would choose Harrison. You'd go. You'd go Harrison. Why? Yeah. Why, why? It says why would you choose Harrison? He probably just you know, he's probably the most clinical. I think. I mean, click. I'd say yeah, click, click is more clinical. Click, click is, but like I think click has had more chances than harrison harrison's just had the chances to get the ball into the box instead of have a pop you know like the only real chance i can remember him having was against arsenal mm. and that was about it i i i would probably go i would go click yeah i go click up front and into that space in the middle, I bring in the Shack. Oh, I bring Shackleton into there. Yeah. And I'd have that, I'd have that Pablo Shack. Yeah. And then obviously Phillips, because I I just think strength wise, skill wise, he'd do the battling, and if he got in front of goal, I think he'd yeah. you know bar the Millwall chance he had, he's pretty yeah. flipping clinical, isn't he? He can pass a ball into that. I mean, do you remember? I forgot about this goal until the other day. Remember that goal he scored against Salford? It was wicked. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. it was Salford, but what yeah. a move that, that was. A great was. Goal. That was what a finish. I'd go click up front. I reckon he would be the answer. And I'd keep. I think Dallas is just too good at fullback, man. Yeah. I think, well, especially left back, I think he's top. Yeah. So I'd go. I personally would go click up front. Yeah. So you'd go Harrison. Yeah. You go Harrison. I go click. I genuinely do think Bielsa would go Harrison. I think he would be. I think yeah, he would be he with would, you on that. Would. I think we go. Hey, move it. That was a lot less, lot less softer than Tuesday. Yeah. So thank you for that. But it was still a great mind game. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. <laughs> and as we get cracking with this Wednesday breakfast podcast, we roll on to our other breakfast feature, which everybody loves because this gives us this gives us a little bit of insight into what the world looks like outside of Leeds because we have our very own spy copter the spy in the sky sponsored by Derby County fans forever bringing up Leeds United and Spygate guaranteed so yeah uh, every breakfast show has great traffic and travel we have crossed Live now to Lad in the Spycopter who has been keeping an eye on Leeds United's next opposition, which is obviously Fulham. What have you found out about Fulham for today's show? Known as the Cottagers, today Fulham's nickname used to be the Saints. The club was born when a school teacher and church warden formed the team for the boys at Fulham St. Andrew's Church in 1879, which Saints. is where the Saints yeah. came from. That's all like a religious church type yeah. type reference i didn't know that i i, I didn't know that that was okay is um so they're not at the church now but so it's yeah that building's the cottage isn't it yeah so yeah, uh, yeah it must be it's like a church club or something like that well, I didn't really, know that. Yeah. but you know again another tiny gathering of a club you know, another yeah. small london club uh there we go that was interesting uh but more importantly lad you're flying over ellen road right now right yeah, yeah. what are the roads like around ellen road so the roads are clear 
as they have been for the past couple of days. Yeah. And there is still no queue outside of the McDonald's. No queue at the drive through The spy in the sky. There you go. That's uh, how you set up for today. Now it's time to get out the old show phone. The hottest phone in the whole of the UK. Yes, we have got in like... All breakfast shows will have an actual show phone. You can. We want to do WhatsApps because then there's no charges to anyone. If you use Wi-Fi or use your data potentially, but just go on Wi-Fi. And what we love is you sending us voice notes. We love hearing your uh, voice notes come in. O double seven four seven, O eight four three double one. Now on Monday we had voice notes. Tuesday. On Tuesday. How many voice notes did we have? Zero. Zero. Have we had any voice notes in the last 24 hours after our plea to all the millions of Lad to Lee's listeners to get in touch? Millions. Who contacted 077-084-311? How many have we had, lad? Have a guess. Two. We've had one person get in touch. Now, we haven't listened to it yet. We haven't listened. This is the first time it will bless our ears. Here we go. You ready? Can you hear, lad? You ready yeah. for this? I cannot be listening to uh, Daily Breakfast Show and let you not have any calls. So I'm going to have to ask a question. Nothing. And just because you were touching on wrestling, and obviously it's been mooted oh. that that taker might be ending, because I'm a big wrestle fan myself. Can't believe you've been to Mania. I'm jealous. Uh, next time you go, give me a yeah, shout. Yeah, yeah. But I want to know which is the best taker match ever. Mine would have to be the Michaels Mania. Uh, I think he was special guest referee against Triple H. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's the one. Let me know yours, guys. And great content as always. Keep it up. Oh, yeah, there we go from the northeast. I said Geordie. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it is a Geordie. Apologize. I don't. I don't think it. This looks like a short message, so I don't know if it's a mistake. They've sent a second one. It might have been a. Also, that's one. pretty brutal. I haven't said who I am, but as though you should know. <laughs> that's so bad. Um, it's Joe from All Leeds TV. Joe All Leeds TV. <laughs> the person you want to be no, your dad. No, no, well, no, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> hey, we got a celebrity listener. Wait. Joe from All Leeds <laughs> TV. All right, back to his question. So we get right here. Hang on a minute. Well, well, when he said that, music. We can only play this short, though. We might have to. St- In fact, do you know what? Let's just stop it now. I might just play the dongs because I don't think we have copyright for it. And I don't want Vince McMahon chasing us. What is favourite Undertaker match? I'm really interested in this because you are a new kind of, like, wrestling fan. You didn't live the Attitude Era or anything well, like yeah, that. Well, I've seen, like, obviously little bits of it. You rinsed the, the WWE app, didn't you, and used to watch all the yeah. old stuff. So go for it. What what was well, your... I mean, that, uh, I think, look at, looking on at some of them, that one against Vin, um, not Vince, but Shane O'Mac, the one that we watched, that one that one was quite good. When, 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 when he jumped yeah, off yeah. the cage. Yeah, but, I mean, that the obviously has been better... The one... Well, I don't the, know if that tri- was... If that is the one you remember... Mania 28. I mean, that did pop into my head. Mania, that's a, 28. Mania 28. That with Triple H when the Hell in the Cell. That was really good. That, that, that was probably the best one. Really? Then, You're going yeah, for that? Then he's, no, but then he's also had some good ones against Mankind as well. Like when he got like choke slammed through the top of the cell and then like Mankind just like went... A hundred percent. 
that is mine. The Mankind Fight was yeah. by far, I think it was late night, I think it was Attitude Era. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. it, it was mental. Yeah. That, that fight was just, the stunts were just, I rem, you remember them to this day. In fact, you remember them to this day because I think WWE to this day still played them out because they were absolutely yeah, unbelievable yeah, health and one. safety nightmare yeah. but fantastic you know and that's why i was saying to you about the shane one when he jumped off yeah. that that was it's, kind of it's like memorable moments. that was unreal wasn't it yeah. and he's never really done a stunt better than that yeah. shane for well, me. has he i don't I think, think so I think if you look i think if you look in the past I, the way it built up to it was yeah. Great, but yeah absolutely for me mankind probably about 1998 i think yeah. it was attitude yeah, era mankind. and and that uh, are we agreeing on mankind yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go mankind yeah. but I, I was surprised at because i thought you'd go shane but i tell you what there was a time it might be in the same year where kane turned on his brother and i, I remember the build up the fight wasn't necessarily that great yeah but the build-up to it was spectacular. I mean, the the things that were going on in the build-up to it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the Undertaker got put in a coffin and Kane set fire to it. <laughs> I'm sure that happened. Probably. But, uh, yeah, no, I Mankind, fist bump. There you go. Um, the HBK ones, though, that Joe mentioned were absolutely yeah. fantastic. But, yeah, what? The show phone popped off. Uh, Yay! We got what? Well, you could count that as two messages, I suppose. Yeah. But there we go. Make sure you get in touch with us. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about anything. In fact, you know what? Let, maybe that's what we need to do. We need to put just a little bit of a twist on it. Maybe we need to ask people for things, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, like maybe, ask us questions. Well, you can ask. Well, you can ask us questions. But but what about a Bielsa impression challenge? Do your Bielsa impressions. Send us your Bielsa. Yeah. Do your Bielsa impressions pretending to be like you've just signed Erling Haaland or something. Yeah. You've just done a big signing. Or just ask us questions. I mean, speaking Bielsa. of transfers, there's actually a rumour going about. Is this a Norwich lad? Is that, yeah, Buendia guy. I, do you know what? I saw that and I thought, do we use that news for, for the morning's podcast? Because I, I, I just don't think the position we're all in in the season... Not, no one, cares all about, no one cares about Unless you're like a Chelsea who were just going to whack some money anyway. Yeah. You just, for where we are in our I, I don't think you can commit to anything. But, hey, you, maybe you disagree. Yeah. Give us a, if you want to do your Bielsa impression, say how you want to sign the lad from Norwich, so yeah. why don't you met, voice note it to 077 There's your Wednesday hump day. Now, we're going, like all radio shows, we're going out on the road. Well, actually, I'm just going out on the road. Uh, we've got a family situation where I am going to have to leave our home uh, and relocate for the rest of the week with my mum, lad's gran, just for a few days. There's a bit of Kenny, but we're going to do the podcast where yeah. you're the in studio. And and I will be out there. So, you know, we're like doing a proper like breakfast outside uh, broadcast. There you go. That'll be tomorrow's show. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. <laughs>